Yo, what's the word? Another episode. You feel me? Real Conversations Podcast. We live right now on Facebook. But shit, the rebroadcast gonna be on our YouTube channel. And it's gonna be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google, everywhere you can find your podcast. So today, I got my man. I got my man, Masio. Masio, Masio. You know what I'm saying? He worked with big time artists from engineering to being around them. You feel me? He's been in the industry for many, and he a young motherfucker. You feel me? He got the, uh, you feel, hold on. Hold on. We got the female smoke free. You feel me? Shit about to take over everything. You know what I'm saying? I had to rock his shit on the episode. We about to get in tune with him, coming straight from Long Beach. You feel me? He reside in uh, Vegas now, though, you know. He moved back and forth, but he, I'm going to let y'all, I'm going to let him tell y'all the story. You feel me? I'm about to bring him in right now. What's good with you, Doc? Yeah, we live. You feel uh, me? Yeah, that's the word. That's the word. How you feeling? Man, I feel like a black man in America. How they motherfucking players. <laughs> yeah, you know what's yeah. going on? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But shit, let him let them know who we got in front of us. Introduce yourself. Uh, yeah, what he do, what he do. My name is Masio Masio. Man. I'm straight from Long Beach, California. Repping at Eastside Las Vegas, you feel me? Okay, yeah, man, okay. Since a jet, I was on some poverty shit, you feel me? Uh, I came up. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let, let, let's break it down, section by section. So, so let them know. How you came up, you know what I'm saying, from the West Coast and how your upbringing was and all that type of shit. Let them know. Yeah, so for me, I was one of those, like, learn everything from the streets and the neighborhood and community type of persons. Like, you know me now, I always say I don't really like to have an opinion and stuff like that. That's how I was as a kid. You feel me? Like, okay. I was real. Somebody called me as an adult, they said, you real meek. Right. Like in the Bible, it's a term called meek, just meaning you real quiet and observant. Okay. And that's how I was as a kid. Nigga was just always like learning from the street. So yeah, I was in Cali for a little bit, Vegas, uh, Arizona, just growing up all on the West Coast and like just soaking up games. So I think I basically said I had to contribute like a lot of my like success now to just sticking to the principles of everything I learned when I was younger, you feel me? So I was I was playing basketball, I was playing football, I was a naturally just good athlete. You know how that is when you're just yeah. good at everything you do, like yeah. it was like that. But then when I found music, I got hooked. But that was like I found music. So like high school, oh, like God. I was defiant. Oh, it was like, God. oh you didn't go to practice today, I know. <laughs> I was making music, you know what right. I'm saying? When when it got me, it took hold, and I just knew I wanted to do creative arts and music for like my just entire. That's it. Okay, so look though, let them let them get a little detailed on how like you know type of obstacles and shit you had to face as a young as a young as a youngin and shit. Like you know what I'm saying? What was in your environment? What was going on? Yeah, so for me, like just starting the household first, it was like being raised by a single mom, so. It was just understanding that, like, and I had a sister. My sister was, like, seven years older than me. So if I was, like, seven, she was 14. So 
as a, as a young man, I was taking care of two women in my household, just being a man, whether it was like keeping quiet sometimes to let them beef their little things or stepping in the, in the way between my mom and my sister, stuff like that. Uh, domestic violence and shit like that. You know, I had to, you know, getting my mama's boyfriend's faces and shit like that. Yeah. The outside community was just niggas play sports, gang bangs, or I don't know, just the regular outside shit. Right, right, but right. Me, I was like a mix between like intellectual and like shit. Nigga trying to survive, so I'll just be doing shit, but I was smarter than most people, so. Right. You know what I'm saying? We, you know, do all the bad shit, just don't get caught type of deal and shit like that, so. But growing up, it was just the basics. It ain't too much, like, hurdles, like, never stress no shit. A few little fights here and there, going to a little juvenile shit, but that would be, like, <laughs> before the day is up, I'll be back home type shit. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, oh, uh, like I said, when I found that music, shit, it took off. Okay, so did you come up a uh, two-parent household, or was just you, your mom, and your sister? Yeah, just me, my mom, my sister. Uh, my dad was, like, not there. My dad is my, my biological father. He's from, he from, from, from L.A., okay. with, the, from, uh, with the Jordan High School, Jordan in L.A., and then uh, ended up moving to Indianapolis, where you, where you from, from Gary type area. <laughs> All right. Yeah, he moved over to Indianapolis. He's been there my whole life, but I grew up with my sister's dad. Okay. So time I say pops, I'm talking about my sister's dad. He from Watts, from Nickerson Gardens. Okay, okay. Down on the bloods, like, but I ain't really grew up with my pops like that. He just was like that one male figure. That's why I always recommend to young people nowadays, like, you ain't gotta have no, 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 no icons as people you idolize and stuff like that, but like. Keep a good male figure in your life that's gonna gonna coach you up and like give you the game. Like whether you want to follow it or not, it'd be the principles that be the bottom line. You feel me? For sure. And that's what my sister's dad was for me, like that 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 shit. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. Okay, so uh, you know, so what age you like start like fucking around with the music or you know engineering all that shit? say sophomore year but i kept it on the rap you know when you're doing something that's different all right yeah like everybody know you as a hooper right right once you want to do a little something that's different yeah and i'm the type of person i can't take one ounce of salt like i'm not <laughs> I, 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 that's just not me bro right. like i don't want to hear if you ain't got nothing positive to say don't say it to me right so i didn't tell nobody i did music i would be like Going to practice, we have games, you know, high school, we have games every middle of the day, so it's practice game, practice game. But as soon as I'm done with all that, I'm at home in the closet rapping. Right, right, for sure, for You know sure. what I'm saying? So my mom, my mom, single mother, she did what she could to save up and buy me a little kit. Probably cost like 150 Yeah. Got me a mic. That's what you got to do. <laughs> Start small, get you a mic. All right. Came with a little program on a CD, plugged it in, downloaded it, and then just went from there. Little USB mic before all the technology. Yeah. And then that's what I did. I perfected that for like a whole year before I even announced it to nobody. That was like sophomore year. Okay. And I fell in love with like the behind the scenes. Like everybody want to cook up, but sometimes like behind the scenes, what, 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 it's like the, the, the meat and bones of it. You feel me? Right. Yeah, so I fell in love with that process. Especially since I would be at school not talking like I would be around all the action. I'll see all the action. I'll be playing sports, but damn, my mom was elsewhere. Yeah, for sure, for sure. You know I mean? so, 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 
So you saying you had like a genuine uh passion for the shit, huh? Okay, so you know we talk behind the scenes a lot. So like, let the people know how you just started off, like just young, just started engineering for other artists coming up to like working with like you know big dogs like Jay Z, Rick Ross, Mariah Carey's, all them. Right, you know me on everything. So same things apply. Whatever you, whatever I learned in, in the closet in my room, I always applied it to like when I was with the top dogs. So for me. It wasn't no, it wasn't no walking out my high school graduation. I ain't do none of that. I had a little job in high school. I had a little, little $50 here and there. So I would take that money and just put it towards my music shit. And that's when I knew I wanted to do it. So what I would do is like, I went to my principal and I was like, I'm not walking at graduation. Niggas don't got money for no cap and gown. Like, Right. You know what I'm saying? I got my money for that shit. My family was broke, so a nigga just was like, I'm going to take this $50 and, and get a Greyhound bus ticket. Right. So, like on the last day of school, got my diploma, got my Greyhound ticket, and I was out went to Arizona and decided I wanted to like go to an auto engineering school because up until that point, I was just recording people at my school, but it was booming. Everybody and their mama was like in my room trying to record. Yeah. People were salty that they wasn't able to even record type of shit. So I knew I had it. And I was gaining all that experience engineering for all these different people. So I went to the school in Arizona, did my time there, learned a lot. And then shit, had to humble myself, took an internship. Yeah, the school I went to was like, the school I went to was like, probably like a year and a half. But then I had to do an internship to fully considered like like I graduated. So I went to LA to Burbank, humbled myself and I did an internship under Ben Gross. We used to do all this shit for Kid Rock. Okay. So and what so was like so humble beginning, you feel I me? Mean? I feel you. So how you get how you start getting them connections though to even get in them rooms with the with the top dogs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so in the studio industry you gotta know it's all about your etiquette and your vibe. Like artists don't fuck with them. You know, if you're an assistant, you're an intern, man, they don't care. If you fucking up the vibe, knocking shit over, you smell, you giving bad opinions, they kick you out. My, my, they told me at my school, whatever artist asks you, just say it's good. Whatever. <laughs> you don't got no opinion. Yeah. yeah. You don't got no opinion. You feel That's why I don't have an opinion nowadays, bro. You be feeling me like, I don't have no opinion. Right. The earth's still turning. Right. I don't got no opinion. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how it was. Like I was just, I was, I was cool. Everybody loved me. And I did my part. I had great anticipation. If an artist needed a fork as an intern, if an artist needed a fork, I knew before he knew. You yeah. feel me? Yeah. I go get that. I go get the napkins. Do all that. Do the full runs. But then I'll soak up game from all the engineers. So as soon as the session over, I would stay there. I'll stay in the rooms. You feel me? And that's how you learn. You got to take advantage of the time you got. So 
I would teach myself the patch bay. I would teach myself all these plugins and shit. And then, of course, when you in that type of shit, you're going to get that opportunity. So one day, my 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 manager of the studio just hit me randomly and was like, the dude the dude above me, his name was Jay Bull, my OG, taught me the game with this shit. He was like, my manager was like, yeah, Jay Bull in Baltimore, so you next up. I was like, I was like, all right, for sure. She was like, yeah, so whatever happened this weekend, you were charged. I was like, all right, bet. Hey, I ain't know the first thing that was going to happen this weekend was Jay-Z. <laughs> Feel me? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> I got an email from Young Guru, his engineer, talking about oh Jay Z's vocal changes is that in the third. And I'm like, you got the wrong email. <laughs> <laughs> so I hit up, I hit up my manager like, what's all this about? He's like, yeah, you, you up all right? Jay Z coming in. So I was like, ah, oh, bet. Hung up, hung up little phone. You know, I called everybody in my family. <laughs> had to let them know. <laughs> everybody. Yeah, yeah. Then I handled that, and then it just kept happening, happening, happening type shit to where you just, like, they fuck with you, and you start to believe in yourself for real, you know? Yeah, so let let people know, let let the, let the people up and coming know you can't you can't be all fanned out when you uh run into a big artist. Yeah, that's another thing, too, like, all that asking for pictures, shit, being clumsy. Like, you gotta have composure in that motherfucker. You gotta think, this Jay-Z, Kendrick, (laughs) Celine Dion, Swiss Beast, No ID, J. Cole, Snoop, Donnie Marie Osmond, it don't matter, Mariah Carey, don't matter who it was, like, they have composure, they've been doing this for a long time. So when you get in these situations, you gotta act like you've been there before. So, like, I remember the only person I had really ever asked for a picture at the time because shit was cool was, like, this nigga tight, and even that nigga like looks kind of like he ain't expected. And then right. ever since then, it was just kind of like I don't need no pictures. Like I, right. and I do this shit every day. People gotta right. understand, even back then, right. this shit like if you do this shit, you ain't like I belong there too. Cause right. my mindset, I'm a humble nigga. I play humble, but I'm really cocky deep yeah. down, and I be like pressing that issue with myself, thinking to myself, I'm the only nigga in this room that know how to work all these buttons. Yeah. You the glue. Right, right. Yeah, so that's what it was in my mindset to where it was like, I belong here too. It would be groupies around, A&Rs, managers. Like, I'm the engineer. I got a title too. Right, for sure. Uh, just yeah. kept that mindset. Like, just everything related back because my OG also taught me. Because I hit up my OG too before the Jay-Z session. Yeah. I was like, I was like, Jay, boy, like, I don't need to bug you with you. Since we got uh we got introduced to you, you laid out your whole story and shit, you feel me? Tell tell motherfuckers about uh how you got this started. The, the brand and shit. Tell motherfuckers <laughs> about that. Yeah, so I, man, I gotta pay homage, man. I was I was with my cousin, man. We was in the crib and like 
gotten sense to lifestyles, how niggas been living, like, you can call it tricking off, you can call it being a gentleman, you can call it whatever you want, like, for me, personally, females always smoke free, like, if I, if, to, not like I'm going to buy it from, but if I had it, she ain't gotta put five, like, you me, shorty slide, like, <clears throat> oh, you had a long day? I got the blunt road. Well, look, like, I always just had to treat, like, for whatever. So I'm with my cousin one day, and this nigga, like, this nigga, like, yeah, like, can my coworker slide through to my crib? And I'm like, nah, like, if he do, he got to put five. So I said, if it's a female, she smoke free. And we looked at each other, and that was it. Yeah. That was it, female smoke free. Right, okay, okay. Yeah, it's just just the lifestyle. So that's the origin of it, and then just everything from like what it represents is just like it's just a gentleman's club of bosses who who handle that shit. But deep down, still, it's like you know we we gentlemen, we take care of women type shit. So we got it, they got it. Right. So yeah, it's a lifestyle. Okay, that's what's up. So shit, I ain't gonna hold you up on all your time, but you know this real conversation. So. I want to get one last thing from you. You know, we talked yes, about we talked about your upbringing. <laughs> you talking about the music. You work with all the celebrities. I want to know. You know, let let the youth know. Yo, you feel me? Your most downtime and and what was your mind state and what got you out of that situation? My most downtime was sleeping in my car for nine months. Right. Yeah, like. situation though never my mindset <laughs> okay okay like if i could tell anybody anything go through some shit like your mind is powerful like probably think like oh nine months and that's forever oh like if i had a fucked up mind i'd still be in that shit you feel me right yeah like it was just bad you know just didn't have no didn't have no paper right mentally fucked us so i was feeling down like i wanted to not even be on earth type right, shit. Right. But my family wasn't fucking with me, exiled. You don't feel like you got nobody to turn to type shit, but then you just look in the mirror and you know like all of the shit is you're doing so you could get out of it. So right. anytime you ever in a fucked up situation, you just gotta remember that shit is temporary. Facts. Don't you can be right back up with like my OG told me, like one of my good friends, he told me, he said a wind changes everything. Facts. Don't matter. You can have a losing streak. Seven days in a row. Seven games in a row. Nigga, you get that dub, you a winner. I change your whole thinking. Everything, bro. So I just knew, like, one, don't give up and do it your way. That's the one thing, too. Like, I can't tell people not to lean on people for help. But me, personally, it took me nine months because I did it my way. I didn't want to sleep on a couple couches here and there. I was just like, I'd rather just thug out of my car. Right. And, and make the adjustments. So whatever little vices I had at the time, like I really got strong with the bitches and keep me and cut them. And then just stay true to who I am. And everything that like I'm thinking now and was thinking as far as like opportunity and even just like the shit like my OGs be telling me I was thinking about all that shit in the car. Nigga, it was cold, freezing. Like people don't, and that's the winter time, but people don't even know what it's like. You know what it's like to sleep in your car in Vegas heat, nigga? Hell no. Like, if it's 120 outside, it's like 130 in the wet, bro. Yeah. I mean, that bitch stripped down in my briefs, nigga. Like, but my mindset was like, I'm finna get it. And then stay thorough. No matter what, I was I was, I was, was in my wet, but I was still pulling up to niggas' events. Yeah. 
if it was niggas' birthdays. You ain't let them see you sweat. Never, never. Uh, I was still showing love to everybody doing the same thing. Everybody thought I still had a place. If they was like, yo, where was you at? I was like, yo, that shorty house. I was happy. <laughs> right. Yeah, I would, I would leave the homies like events and then shit, go sleep behind the hotel type shit, like in the whip, but shit got better. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah, like it ain't stuff for anybody out there. Ain't shit. Everything is temporary. Fuck all that shit. You could really have a last laugh if you wanted to, but no, you could also be right back broke. So it's like, take shit easy, don't stress, and be grateful and count your blessings. Cause really, man, I don't got. I, I don't ask God for nothing no more. Everything I ever wanted, I got. You feel me? Right, right, right. All you need, yeah, all you need is breath to breathe, huh? Every day to do do exactly this. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. there's been times where I didn't even realize how good I had it and I had to stop it. Damn God gave me double what I asked. <laughs> <laughs> right. Every time down there. It's on it's on it's on divine timing though. People think it's on their timing. In fact, like like my cousin Howie said, he like said he got a blunt some opportunity, you good. In fact. But uh <laughs> Before you get before you get out of here, let let people know uh where to find you and um get a podcast and shout out. We gonna end it like that. Yeah, for sure, man. Shout out to Boss Status Worldwide. I can't even hold you like I ain't know nothing about the Midwest like that. <laughs> I ain't even thought anything deeper to anything going on as far as like society and politics and even music and things outside of just like engineering and shit so shout out to uh, boss status always you know making people think and, and and be proud of who they are type shit you feel me and then shit you can find me instagram female smoke free yeah that's it just look out for female smoke free uh, if you a boss we gonna find you and if you a shorty you gonna smoke for free uh, you don't you don't want to let niggas know where to find you at the studio and shit they no, trying to book you free. they trying to get a bag you 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 want to give them smart? Ah, okay, that's what's up. Female yeah, smoke free. Like, just, I just mean like hit up hit up that page for all business on Instagram. Female smoke free. Okay. All I'm right. gonna start doing all the music and everything everything through there. All right, appreciate your time, my nigga. We gonna link up. Yeah, valid. Appreciate right. you too, man. Love. Hey, love. Y'all be bossed up for a while. All right, love, love. All right, man. Right. Follow. Yeah, for yeah. <laughs> sure. Uh, so there we go, man. That was my boy, Masio Masio. Y'all go check him out on his IG, Female Smoke Free. You feel me? He laced me up. That's love right there. Y'all need to go fuck with that, Female Smoke Free. And y'all can find this podcast on YouTube, Facebook page, Instagram page, and Anchor app. Go ahead and support that Anchor app for sure. Spotify. Apple Podcasts, and so on and so on. We appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all time. The rebroadcast will be on Facebook and YouTube. And y'all can find the audio version, you know, on all podcast platforms. Appreciate y'all. We out.